Oh, you never let me down there, Tiffany. Yeah, perfect timing. Yeah, exactly. That time. You never let me down. You just push it right in there. Push You're the ne- doot doot doot. You ne- <laughs> There's no end to the doot doot doodling that you do. <laughs> All right. How are you, Tiffany? I'm pretty good. Awesome. I'm no glad. No complaints. No complaints. It was a beautiful day. The sun was shining. It and was, it was, it was crazy warm. beautiful, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, and they say what? Spring's right around the corner. Another you like know what? eight months. I had noticed when I was coming out of the office at work, there's a bunch of geese. Yes, and there's. I, I think it's a flock of geese. It's a bunch of banana, a, a, a bunch of bananas, and a flock of geese. But the, flocks, the, sorry, isn't flock supposed to be flying? These guys were on the ground. I I don't know. I don't know, but they're starting to pair up. I think up. if if you saw a bunch of bananas flying, they would still be considered bananas. A bunch of bananas. Maybe you're right. I don't know. All right, but go ahead. That's but I'm they're sure. Starting to, yes, the geese are starting to pair up. Nice. Oh, which means little yeah. babies. Yeah, which exactly. means spring. You know, maybe it's like you know, a, you know, it's just past Valentine's Day. So mm-hmm. maybe that's got something to do with it. And so. I, ha- I don't know if I told you this last week or not, but I was all excited because I saw um, a flock yes. of robins. <laughs> yes, there was okay. tons of robins, nice. which is another sign of spring coming. There you go. And they were all chirping. All and right, I, I that was is very, another very reason very to be excited. happy. Absolutely. There you go. Awesome. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Well, so happy Monday, Tiffany. Happy Monday, everyone out there. You are tuned in to WRLR 98.3 FM. This is Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. I'm your host, Marty Jalove. And of course, you heard that lovely voice off in the distance talking about flocks and bunches. It's the wonderful <laughs> Tiffany. That's right. There is no much. As much as I'd like to spread uh, the happiness, she sprinkled where she goes. So that's. Is that what that, that is? is? That's <laughs> dust of joy. Joy dust? I don't know. Whatever you want to call it. Whatever. So um, again, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, like I said, this is Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. We realize that there's lots and lots, tons of reasons, flocks of reasons uh, to be angry, sad, or even scared. And so you look at it this way. Happiness is outnumbered three to one. Our job here is to help you navigate those paths of happiness. And that's exactly what we're going to do today. And today, today, you like that, huh? Today. Today, we are going to talk about the bacon of resilience. Now, is it going to top last week? Because last week, you the like, confidence yeah. was my favorite. Well, I am so. confident that we're going to do even better today. Better today. Exactly. Because okay, we'll it's see. that resilience sticking to it. We're gonna, we're, we're, this is a whole new show. Confidence, I think, was the, the, the pinnacle for our show. Yeah. It was showing us something wonderful, and we're going to keep making them better and okay, better and better. Okay, because it was pretty good last all week. All right, all right. Well, let's make it better. Okay. All right, you you're, you in for the ride? I'm in for the ride. All right, beautiful, because... You know what? You're going to be dragging me. Yeah, even exactly. If there you go. It's, <laughs> all right. So it's important to have resilience. Wouldn't you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Exactly. It's absolutely. That, it's that persistence, that grit that we have to have to to make sure to endure whatever project or passion that we're after, whatever we want to go, the goal or dreams that we want, got to stick to it. And it is pretty easy to give up. Oh my gosh. So that's if the people that do just keep going and keep going. I, I admire them a lot. Yeah. You know what? We were just talking a little bit. I did a little crosstalk with the previous show and I told them we were going to be talking about resilience and we just briefly mentioned some of the stuff that we live in a uh, time, a day and age right now that there's so much uh, uh, social media, so much uh, connection directly to celebrities and famous people and want to be influencers and wonderful people, people who think they're incredible. And then we, uh, the common people, okay, we look upon them and go, oh my gosh, look at how wonderful they are. Look at how wonderful and how great they are at everything they do and everything they touch. And what ends up happening is we strive to be one of them, but that's such a small group of people who really get the limelight Mm -hmm. that it's so easy to go, I can never do that, so I'm just going to quit. Yeah. 
Okay, I think today, uh, this uh, modern time, it's so much easier to quit uh, because mm. I think there's so many, so more, so many additional reasons to quit. Uh-huh. All right, the goals in yesteryear were just you know like oh I I you know I want to be able to run to the general store. <laughs> I'm going to do it in tw- in two days today instead. You know, in- instead, uh, now it's got to be I've got to be YouTube famous. Okay, I've got to have a hundred thousand followers. Oh my gosh, I've only got nine thousand followers. I'm a loser. Okay, so we have this whole different. Our perception is wrong. As opposed to, uh, we continue to compare ourselves to other people and say that—that's my definition of a success. Instead of comparing ourselves to the best best version of of ourselves, ourselves. that's what it comes down to. That's true. All right, that is so so true. So when we when we talk about resilience, it is uh, first the first thing we have to think about is setting those realistic goals of what we can do what we want to do, what's best for us, not what somebody else is putting out in front of us saying that's success. That's not necessarily success for everyone. No. If as soon as you um, start comparing yourself to everyone else out there in the world, what happens is you will never succeed because you will always find someone faster than you, better than you, uh, more creative than you, richer than you, taller than you, you shorter than you, you know, everything. You'll always find someone who's better than you if you are trying to compare yourself to other people, trying to uh, going unrealistic. But as soon as you say, I want to be the best version of myself, now you got a, ch- a real chance of winning. Okay? So Sounds good. That's it. I mean, I don't know. I, I think you're probably ready to quit there, uh, Tiffany, because you already are the best uh, version, I, right? I, where you know? are you going yeah, with exactly. this? Exactly. I mean, there you are. This <laughs> is, can you imagine... Can you imagine even better Tiffany 2.0? Like, wow, what would that be like? <laughs> you know, for those of you like tuning in, you don't get to, you don't get to see this. It's like this this a whole station runs on uh, Tiffany power. It's not electricity. We're not connected to the grid. We're just connected to her smile. <laughs> That's what it is. It's just and we broadcast all over the world. It's incredible. Well, actually, we do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, yeah, you too. Yeah, because we're on the internet. Exactly. Right. That's, on, that's right. Yeah. But and the internet is run on that Tiffany smile, right? The whole internet the whole of the internet. worldwide yeah, exactly. internet. So it's so you have to think about it. Every once in a while, when the internet goes down, it's probably Tiffany's flossing. You okay, know, it could be kind of like Monsters Inc. Yes, where they're everything they get the power from the laughter. Yeah, th- yeah, and it started off with the crying, with, the but screen, then they yeah, yeah, realized scared, right. when it was the laughing that was even Bam. more power. Bam! That is it. Mm. All right, so let's get into this. You ready to get into this, there? Sure. All we're right. going to do the bacon, huh? We're going to do well. Well, uh, well, we're oh. going to get into it, but first we're going to uh, introduce uh, this a little and, bit more. Okay. Okay. Because like we do every week, we solve the world's problems or we just uh, find a talk point, something interesting to talk about, and we apply bacon to it. Because like we always say, Tiffany, uh, everything that bacon touches is just a little bit better, right? Oh, I thought you were going to do it, the bacons for for not chewing but doing. That's that's exactly what that was coming up. That was coming up next, and oh! you did it. You were awesome. Look at this. We're clicking. We are clicking after after like sixteen years of working together. Something she finally like got that. it right. Yeah, sixteen that, and a half. Yeah, exactly. You know, Something right. Right. <laughs> All right. So what we do is we apply the acronym Bacon B A C O N again to solve the world's problems, to uh, drive home the point, make it a little bit more memorable, give you only five tasks, five little shortcuts uh, to make life a little bit better. Okay, so when it comes down to it is this, Uh, sometimes life feels overwhelming. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Done. Uh, And it can be a struggle just to get through the day. 
Yes. All right. Everyone, everyone has felt those. Everybody days that where you're like, I don't oh, care I how happy you are. Right. Everybody. I just can't wait to get this day over with. Right. Uh, have you ever wished for an extra boost of strength? confidence, courage to help you face whatever trials come your way. I do it all the time. I'm always like, God, give me strength. There you go. There I you go. I say it all the all time. Right. If so, if you're if you're hoping for that, looking for that, wishing for it, uh, you need to learn to cultivate resilience. And I love when we come up with a term for it, because when you title something, when you call something, that feeling, when, you, when we name it resilience, as soon as you do that, it's a little bit easier. It's easier to grasp. When you are sitting there going, I'm not making it through the day. As soon as you say all you need is a little resilience, it seems like it's a little bit easier to grab onto it would, once re- you tag it. Would resilience um, also mean strength? It can mean strength, but you know, you know, um, this that's a good point. I'm cl- kind of glad you brought this up. Okay, because sometimes uh, I talked to somebody and I was like, well, you know, that word you used wasn't exactly right. You talked about this, but you said this. And this is not, uh, you know, vocabulary show. All right. <laughs> so what we're trying to do is we're trying to get a feeling across to our listeners. So today we're talking about resilience and definitely without a doubt, uh, strength, that strength to get back up and fight is definitely part of it. But if we had said, if we told somebody, oh, we just need that extra strength, someone else is going to go, well, I'm going to go to the gym and lift weights. Ah, okay. So it's a different type of strength. Gotcha. So when you look at these kinds of things like perseverance, uh, is going to continue. Perseverance is probably really cl- much closer to resilience. Oh. It's continuing to go with it. Resilience, uh, perseverance is like that train. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to find that inner strength to keep going. Resilience is every time I get knocked down, uh, I'm going to find the strength to get back up. So that's notice there's a little bit of a difference. Perseverance, I'm just going to keep going. All right. Resilience is I get hit and I'm going to keep going. Grit comes into the point of uh, that's a term when you're looking at an overall overarching like theme of my life that this is my my life my true passion is everything uh, a person with grit has this uh that it's their embodiment it defines their existence is this resilience and this persistence and the strength that wow. they always have whereas resilience sometimes refers to just one act mm-hmm. and the reason i like resilience over grit the reason we're doing the show on resilience instead of grit is because if I just told everyone, you have to change your mindset and never be sad and never uh, give up and just keep fighting, everyone would okay. be like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, fine. Is he done talking? Now I want to give up. <laughs> no, so instead I want to teach you resilience. We want to talk about resilience, taking those little steps. And because as soon as you can be really good at one thing, the next thing, the next battle you have to face is going to be a little bit easier and a little bit easier. There was okay? something you told me um Last week, I don't know if you remember or not, and I don't think you said it on the air. It was after the show when um, I had told you I was saying, oh, maybe I did say it on the show. Um, God, give me strength. Yeah. And you said, why don't you change it and saying, thank you for you my strength. Exactly. I, and I, that was during the show. Yeah. It I was during tell. the show. Yeah. And then, um, so if, when I was actually driving in the car today, I'm like, oh, give me strength. And I'm like, no, thank you for my strength. Yeah. So because Good. you said that, I'm now realizing what i'm saying and i'm switching it up so hopefully it will right. become a habit and i won't and say please give me excellent I, I'm and hoping. I, I know a lot of people sit there going oh come on it means the same thing but it doesn't no it does not it does not because as soon as you say god give me strength if i fail you can kind of in the back of your mind going i didn't get the strength i was hoping for yeah okay if you say thank you for the strength what that does is it's talking about all everything you're grateful for that uh, throughout my entire life, I've reached, uh, I've had obstacles in my way. So thank you for giving me the strength to beat everything. And thank it's you positive. For, right, exactly. It's the glass half full. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So when so you said you that, it, it, the little light went on, 
and I really appreciate that because I am stopping and I'm 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 rephrasing it. Good, yeah. good. So Excellent. I wanted to say oh, that on the air because I'm, I'm starting to. Tiffany, to say you're, that. you're such growth. Look, you're I know, changing but I'm the words. Growth, you're I'm, not. You're I'm not biting your nails because yeah. of you. Exactly. I mean, you don't bite your nails well, much. And <laughs> I, I look and I'm like, I think it's been two weeks. Okay, good. So I'm, no, that's I'm good. back so, on the So the there you thing. go. There yeah, you go. So I'm you're back. doing that. You're I'm you're back. you're really paying attention I am to the attention. mantras that you're yes, using. I am. And they mean something. Yes, they do. Because what ends up happening, sometimes we see these things written, we go like, Oh, that's clever. Yeah. I'm gonna start saying that. You don't really take it to heart, you don't Correct. understand it. So you have to read into it a little bit and say, mm-hmm. I'm gonna change it ever so slightly. To really mean something yes. to me, make it my own. Yes, that's what it comes down to. Yes. Beautiful, good so, for you. Well, thank you. All right, nope, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so resilience is an inner strength. Boom, just what you said that helps us cope with difficult situations and gives us the stability to move forward with our lives, no matter what challenges come our way. Resilience is more than being optimistic. Okay, oh. it's being flexible and continuing to find additional strength when life knocks us down. It's di- it's the difference between sitting in the dark and clawing our way up out of the hole. Mm. Okay, uh, like you were saying, sometimes it's really easy just to quit. All right, but instead you have to say, "No, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going." All right. So when tenacity, I love the I love the sound of this. When tenacity meets determination and takes grit along for the ride, there is no stopping us. Okay, when tenacity. Uh, meets determination, tenacity. In other words, I'm going to fight. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, do whatever it takes to win this. And I'm determined to do this. I'm not going to back down. And it, and it meets and it takes grit along with us going, I'm going to change my mindset for life to be more of a winner, a, a go doer instead of a, uh, I can't do it. I, I like saying, uh, are you more of a, a uh, a will do beast or a can't elope? Oh, for Pete's sake. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It makes sense. But, yeah, though. there you go. So we want to we want to just do this. So there's nothing uh remember, you're being the best that you can be. Those whole ideas when we were young and we were told all the time, oh, when you grow up, you can be anything, anything you, you want. want and not necessarily. There's lots of things we can't be because there's limited amounts. Not every uh, little boy and girl in uh the United States could su- grow up and be an astronaut. Okay? Because they don't have that many astronauts. <laughs> okay, it's suddenly like everyone just lines up at NASA and says, I want to be an astronaut. And they were like, well, you have to wait in line because we're all in that same line, too. <laughs> you could okay? answer phones at NASA exactly. and then maybe work your right. way up. But <laughs> but if you be but instead you say, this is who I am and this is I want to be the best version of myself. That is the thing that we have to be teaching our children. That's the thing we have to teach ourselves to be the absolute best who of who we are. Week after week, day after day, hour after hour. How do how did I improve today over yesterday? Okay, that's what you've got to be. And that that idea of oh, when you grow up, you could be whatever you want is not necessarily true. Okay, maybe it's the right thing to say to uh, a child at a certain age because it does give them some hope. And then their grades get better because yeah, yeah. and then school. and then when they're a little older, say yeah, that I lied to you. You can't be anything you want. <laughs> I lied to you. <laughs> right. Get used to that. Your parents are lying to you. You know, everyone in the world is going to lie to you someday. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, here's here's this other thing. I, I think you're going to like this one. All right. Okay. Uh, see, see, I'm going to say it once. See if you're going to remember it. Oh, see if you're going to repeat it back. You ready? Okay. What I want you to do okay. is become a positive minded, purpose driven, poison persistent, problem solving pal. 
There you go. No. (laughs) (laughs) But I like this because as I was digging through this, I was like, man, this really makes a lot of sense. Become a positive minded. In other words, very, very positive. Not, not, oh, I'm never going to make it. I'm never going to be purpose driven. Find your purpose, uh, the direction you want to go into. Right. All right. That's hard to find, but certainly. Poise and persistent. Poise, in other words, being very calm and cool with it. Do not let oh. the things affect you emotionally. Anxiety. Exactly. Gotcha. There you go. Okay. And persistent. I'm going to con- I'm going to stick to it. Okay. Uh, problem solving, pal. In other words, problem solving. I'm going to take a look at the things and fi- and knowing that problems are going to face me, obstacles are going to get in my way. I'm going to I'm going to overcome them. And the reason it's a pal at the end is because we never do any of this stuff alone. We should be able to reach out to people, help other people, as well as get other people to help us as well. So that's it. That's in a nutshell. Become a positive-minded, purpose-driven, poison, persistent, problem-solving pal. There Even if go. I had that in front of me, I probably couldn't <laughs> say it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm expecting you to like get that as a tattoo or something like that. All right? Oh. Yeah, that would work, I'll right? I'll put it right on my ass. No. <laughs> All right. (laughs) All right. So, Tiffany, before we get into the bacon, uh, before we start talking to people about the B-A-C-O-N of how to build that resilience, uh, do you have a a couple of quotes for us? Uh, Turn your wounds into wisdom. Turn your... Oh, that is nice. Oprah. There you go. We got to get her on the show soon. Oprah Dolly. There you go. I mean, I I chose Dolly first. I know. I didn't know if we could say that on the air. Yeah, why not? So it, it's yeah, in two it, weeks. We are officially inviting Dolly Parton to the show in two yeah, weeks. Two right. weeks. Yeah, two exactly. weeks. I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. I have a funny oh, feeling. I'm, I'm excited about the show. Yes. I'll even be more excited oh, if Dolly calls that in. Would be, but that I'm would very be tremendous, excited about the show. Absolutely tremendous. All right. <laughs> yes. So uh, in next week, it's the idea of we're doing the bacon of frustration. Frustration. Okay. Uh, because sometimes those are the things that knock us down. And the following week, we're going to we're gonna lighten it up a little bit and do the bacon of Dolly Parton. Okay. Because she's, she's a superstar. Happy. Oh, man. She is the queen of happy. She might be the master of happiness. Uh, I'm she, sorry. Uh, she uh, might be. I'm, I, remember, <laughs> I never claimed to be the master of happiness. I want to help people master happiness. <gasps> Ooh, look at you. So she, she may actually be the master of happiness. I would agree. I would agree with you. All right. So I'm not, I'm not worried about that. So that was beautiful. Give us that one more time. She, uh, turn your wounds into wisdom. Beautiful. Yeah. That's gorgeous. That I, wonder is actually, if she's, I wonder if she's ever incorporated that into one of her songs. Dolly or Oprah? Oh, that was from Oprah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, just, I got so carried <laughs> I like, away. I was like, wow, yeah. I didn't realize Oprah yeah. sang. Yeah, well, Oprah should give that to Dolly, and um, all four of us should sing it together. That would be that would be awesome, wouldn't it? <laughs> all right. Let's Oprah. get to the, Oprah's, Oprah's like, like oh, no, no, not going no, on no, that no, one. No, that's, I can do a lot of stuff, but mm, I'm not going to do that one. All right. Okay. But we could, we, it, she could surprise us. <gasps> you know, I mean, Oprah's resilient. She yeah, is. exactly. And I heard she was a very, very nice woman. I'm, I'm sure. What do you mean? Was I think I heard she uh, still is. Uh, <laughs> All right, right, let's get into. You got me. I had to stop thinking. Like, did I say that? <laughs> All right, so let's get into this. The okay. Bacon of resilience. Okay. All right, so the B A C O N first. Uh, B. I want us to keep this in our mindset. Begin again. All right. Begin again. Get back on the bike. All right. Start as soon as you can. Each step in an uh, is another small accomplishment uh, and a move closer to your goal. Each good. fall is a lesson to learn about a direction to avoid. Okay, wouldn't you agree with that? That whole it's idea. Wounds of wisdom. There you go, baby. Yeah. When we're all learning to ride, you you know how to ride a bicycle, right? 
<laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying that and you're like, you're laughing for some no. reason. I'm going, uh, you do. I do. Okay. When you learned, did you just automatically get on it and start writing? Of course you did. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I, uh, when I was learning, my uh, aunt was parked. She was yes. visiting us and parked. And my bike didn't have um, the, on the handlebars, yes. that, that plastic um, okay. thing. Yes. Yeah. So I was riding and I was trying to learn and I, I was falling and it scraped my Ooh. aunt's car, and I did never told her. Oh, my gosh. So she thought she got her car keyed, and she didn't, because it was me trying to learn how to ride a bike. Really? Yeah. All right, so and I never told her. That's actually, you know, what's really funny is, um, no, I didn't do that. I scratched my, I, I scratched my aunt's bike for another reason. But uh, I scratched my aunt's car for a different reason. I was just oh. trying to think, did I do that with, with a bike? But no, I scratched my aunt's car, too. Oh. Awesome. Wow. Okay. But so so you never told her. All right. But when you got on the bike, did you immediately start riding? No, no I it crashed into my yeah, aunt's bike. Yeah. All right. But I mean, it's not like, all right, so you cra- How long did it take you to learn to ride a bike? That I have no clue. Okay. But a while. Oh, right? uh, I guess did a you, while. You fell a lot. Yeah, yeah, on a gravel okay. driveway, too. Yeah. Oh, so there you go. It's yeah. not easy. It's, it's not, not easy. easy. And so the idea was, didn't everyone just keep saying, just get back up on the bike? you got to keep trying. You'll go, you're going to do it. Well, with the horses, too. Yeah. When I'd go oh. riding and I would fall off the horse, you my mom's like, get oh. back up on the horse. So literally, yeah. get back, <laughs> get up, back on up on the horse so you right. don't get scared. Yeah, no kidding. I, I have gone horseback riding. Uh, I've never fallen off a horse, so good for oh, me. I haven't either. No, no? All right, good. Oh. Yeah, a branch yeah. threw me off. Okay, so I guess I did the branch. Fall off. The branch just snuck up on you. Or? Well, I ran into the tree. Okay, yeah, exactly. The All branch, right. and you got knocked off. I, I, I've never fallen off a horse, so I and Good. I don't intend on riding another horse. <gasps> I, I know. I, I will uh, look oh. at horses and stuff like that, and wave to them, and feed them sugar cubes and apples if that's it. But I don't need to ride horses anymore. Really? No, 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 no desire anymore. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, <laughs> if I need to, in case of a zombie apocalypse and it comes down to it, then I'll get on a horse. Really? Okay. Yeah. What? Like you'll go riding a horse? Absolutely. That's is that your horse parked in a parking lot? It is. <laughs> Sorry. Now that now that all comes together, I would totally I go, go um, okay. trail riding. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. Well, good. Okay. Good for you. All right. But anyway, so <laughs> there we go. I think we've all right, lost. I think we're we've back lost, on bacon. We've yeah. lost. We've lost all of our listeners. Are like, what are these two doing? All right. So anyway, when we talk about begin again, when you fall off a horse, fall off a bike, whatever it is. The important thing is to get back up and get back on that horse. That's get good. back on that bike. That's a good one. All right? That's the whole idea is is don't hesitate because like you just said, if you don't get back up right away, the fear is going to take over. Absolutely. All right? And then it gets more and more difficult to jump back into it. All right. Beautiful. Okay. That's uh, a good one. Thank you. Yeah. A is ask for help. You are only one of 8 billion people in the world. Although you are special and amazing, right? Uh, in your own way, uh, we can all use assistance to move uh, forward or to get back up. Uh, there are plenty of people out there who can help uh, you understand what you're going through. There's plenty of people who've gone through the exact same kind of things we've gone through. All right, so ask for help. And the flip side, give help. We talk about this all the time. The, the, the quickest way to find happiness is to offer help to other people. A lot of people uh, ask for or are are willing to give help. There was a survey I was just reading about. It was something to the effect that people surveyed. They said 79% of the people surveyed said they are willing to help other people. Like helping. That's a nice percentage. Yeah. yeah. I I was just like, wow. Who would be asked that and go, no, I'm not going to help anyone. That means there's a lot of people. No, 
Yeah, help people? No, no. Nah. Nah. But seventy nine percent. So hopefully, based on how they asked them, maybe the percentage is higher. But uh, the flip side, only twenty three percent of the people were willing to ask for help. Oh, uh, see, because this pride gets in our way of going. Oh, I don't want to yeah. ask for help. I don't have a problem asking for help. I know. Well, if good I need for you. help, I I'll at a girl. I'll, that's yeah. it. How many times do I ask you for help? I ask I, you almost every single week I, that I see you. I'm you know I'm asking you something. I don't I don't you know what I don't view it I just view it as part of our conversations, part of the part of you, mm. you trying to bring joy into my life, knowing that I, I like to help people. You're like, I gotta come up with something for Marty. <laughs> make Marty happy. I'm gonna yeah, make him see. What I'm gonna put him to work for me. Can yeah, I ask exactly. Him this yeah, time. Exactly. So that's it. Ask for help as well as give help. All right. Uh, offer that. help all as much as you can. That's how you're going to uh, asking for help is going to build that resilience within you, okay? Because if you can't do it, you can find someone who's going to show you. You know, even if it's somebody who's going to work alongside you, someone who is going to be a coach or a mentor to you, whatever it takes uh, to get you back up. Uh, when when you look at, have you ever seen, have you seen the Rocky movies? <sighs> One of my, I, I love Sylvester Stallone, okay. so yes, so I've seen go. him many, 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 Perfect. many times. That is the epitome of that resilience. I mean, him in the ring just getting beat up and just saying, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. That's the beauty of the, all those movies. And the help he gets, he's got Mickey in his corner and Pauly uh, and some other unknown guys who just, they, uh, they don't get Hello, the, his wife. Well, yeah, yeah. She, but most, Adrian. Most of the time, what is she in the other room or she stayed at home? You know, she very, I think almost, only to the end, she actually came in and watched them fight. <laughs> All right. But he did love her. That was, that was his uh, at home. Uh, right, exactly. But I'm just saying there's a couple other people in his yeah. corner yeah. and a ring that they, I don't think they ever give him names. You know, there's a couple yeah. other people always help him. Yeah. There's a guy who holds the, the spit bucket then he's going to, you know, and allows Rocky to spit on him. So I mean, I, I like would so, like to I, be that extra having Sylvester Stallone spit in, in my bucket. <laughs> I don't know if that's dirty talk. I don't know what. The, I'm just going to go. We're just going to keep talking. <laughs> All right. I so there think we go. It was dirty talk. Right. So what kind of mind do you? I don't have? know. I just said I was confused on that. Okay. All right. So See. that's it. But he had all that help in the corner, and he yeah. was the epitome of resilience. <clears throat> all right. C. C. You ready for this? Create coping resources. All right. In other words. How are you going to cope with the problems you face? Start working on those resources, those get those things all set ahead of time so that when problems happen, when the obstacles hit you, you're set. You're not just blindsided. At least you'll have some direction to go into. So some of the things you're going to do is you're going to reframe your story. You're going to start thinking about uh, the positives in life. You're going to be gracious and and have a lot of gratitude. All right. Uh, You're going to, you know, get back to reading. Uh, listen to music, paint, write, sing, dance, do yoga, whatever it takes just to get your mind straight. Separate yourself from the problem. Those are these coping resources that you've got to uh, go along with. Okay? So get those set ahead of time. Ask yourself, what do I like to do that alleviates Calms the stress? You down. Yeah, yeah. I think, did I ever tell you about uh, one of my favorite employees I ever hired? This woman named Janine. Okay, I was working in a place, and it was in the security industry, and we were developing software. And this was uh, when w- Windows soft Windows first was coming out. Oh, that's the, a long, a long, long time, time ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it was DOS software, and we were converting it to Windows. And knowing that the people in the security industry were not that uh, computer savvy, okay, so we had this software, and I needed to hire somebody who could do tech support for our software. 
And so I got a lot of people who were in a, a good in the security industry, but they didn't know, have any tech information. I had people who were strong in the tech uh, world, but had no security information. So this woman, Janine, shows up and I asked her and she had no security background and she had no tech background. And I asked her why she was hiring, you know, why, why was she applying for the job? And she said her big reason was that uh, her husband uh, lost his job. She really needed the work. She had a, uh, a special needs child. All right. That was really important for her uh, to, to she needed money coming in. And I said, okay, well, let me ask you something. How do you alleviate stress? What's one of the ways that you beat stress? Because the because even though you, I can teach you how our software works, enough about the security industry to make it work. I can teach you about the main problems and how to overcome them, but I can't teach you how to uh, handle stress. And I guarantee you, because the customers we have are not tech savvy, you're gonna be under a lot of stress because they're gonna be flipping out. They're gonna be yelling and screaming. And she said, I like to knit, all right? And I was like, well, explain what you mean. She goes, I just love knitting all the time and it calms me down, everything's cool. So I told her, how about this? How about if I let you bring your knitting equipment into the office so when times get tough for you, you just start knitting? She was like, I love the idea. And I knew that anytime I walked by and I saw her, like she'd put her phone on hold, she'd be knitting a little while, that meant she just got off the phone with a really rough customer. And I overheard her sometimes, customers are screaming on the phone and I would tell her, at any point in time, you could say, hold and give me the call and I'd take the call, right? And she was like, never, never of the years we worked together did she ever say, I need you to take the call. She was always like, don't worry, Marty, you hired me for this job, I'll take care of it. She became the absolute best customer service person I've ever hired. But wouldn't it have been less stress for her if she knew a little bit more of the security and... Certainly, uh, but like I said, I could explain everything about security she needed to know. And I could explain all the stuff on the tech end that she needed to know. She could ask, here's these questions, and over time she'll learn these shortcuts. The toughest part was knowing wholeheartedly that these people, remember, this was a while ago. This is when DOS was finally turning into Windows, and this is when people were saying, I'm going to buy computers. Like, these were jobs where people didn't even have computers, and they were like, all right, I see a benefit in this. Uh, one of our first frequently asked questions was, is your computer plugged in? Okay. Oh my so gosh. that's that's how this was. And so when these people were frustrated uh, with this, I told her that you're going to get a lot of stress. And she ended up learning it so well because she had a purpose. She was purpose driven. She knew she had to get this paycheck. She had to, to help support her family. All right. And she would do whatever it takes. And she knew that she would run into lots of obstacles, uh, things getting in her way, things stressing her out and tearing her down. And so she had a coping mechanism. She knew that all she had to do was step away from it and knit. She would show up to work early and I would get there and she'd just be knitting. And I'd be like, morning, Janine. She'd be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like really quiet, like she was in the zone. Lunchtime, she would stay in there. She would never go in the lunchroom. She would just stay in the room and knit. Uh, and then at the end of the day, she would just close up her bags and go home. So she had all this stuff there. She found the greatest coping mechanism for her and that's what made her so absolutely amazing at her it job. It must have been one big blanket. <laughs> oh, exactly. It's still there. Yes, yes. Exactly. Or one really long right. scarf. <laughs> exactly. Right, right. Um, so those coping mechanisms, it's so important that although it's easy to say, be, begin again, it's easy to say, get up. Okay. Uh, and it's easy to say, ask for help. But when, when you're in a position where there is no one to ask for help or there's no one willing to give you help and you're beginning again and again and again and you're and you're finding it really difficult to come back. You have to have those those C, those coping mechanisms. You need to come up with some type of resource, something uh, that you're good at, something that calms you down, something that 
that gives you a vacation from that obstacle. All right, so that's why that's so important. Okay, uh, along with that now is O. O? O is only temporary. Nothing lasts forever. Remember, and that's good and bad. Yeah, yes. Well, yes, exactly. But And and I don't know if I'm going to agree with you on the good and bad thing. I know where you're going with this, Tiffany. Okay. Is, all right, and this is the reason, because I know you're saying when things are when things are going well, that's not going to last either, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. So, so you use that to your benefit and say when things are going wonderful, enjoy them while you can. Mm-hmm. When things are going terrible, remember it's not going to last forever. So build up that resilience. Fight a little harder. Try a little harder. And you're going to get back up to that high point. It's, it's, uh, I've, I've told you, I know a friend of mine is a mountain climber, loves climbing mountains. And I, I talk to him and he shows me some of these pictures of some of these areas where he's climbing. I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like you're climbing on this. And as you're climbing, you're hanging there and you're hammering in these little spikes into the side of the mountain and you're tying your rope, which is your lifeline to that. And you pull yourself a little further, then you disconnect yourself, connect yourself here. You know, you ever see those pictures of those people, then the, they're climbing a mountain and they end up sleeping on the side of the mountain. They have yes. those tent those beds. Those little things. cot oh. things, yeah. I'm like, really? Yeah. You couldn't go just a little higher and sleep on on the land like normal people? No, they, these are people who this idea, that this resilience, this is part of their being. This is, a, it borders on grit. Is uh, It's part of who they are. And they know they're going to climb that mountain and just going to keep doing it because they can't quit. He can't just in the middle of it going, I'm done. I'm not going to hammer in any more of these things and just let go. He can't. He's got no choice, right? He can maybe ask for help if he's got people around him. But for the most part, he can't quit. He's got to keep climbing and climbing. And that's what life is. And if we think about life, uh, everything we do in life is that mountain we're going to climb, okay? And we're it's really difficult to climb. But the the ridges and the rough parts of the of the mountain give us something to grab onto, makes it easy for us to climb. But the the important thing, the important thing to remember is when you're at the top of the mountain and you've made it, you can say, yes, I'm happy with myself. I did a great job. But what you end up looking off in the distance and all you see is a mountain range, more and more mountains. Our entire life is not one mountain. Our entire life is a mountain range. It's tons of mountains, mm. mountains beyond our vision. Mountains beyond the vision? Beyond our vision. Mountains wow, so far up. that's a lot up. of mountains. Right. So as soon as you make it to the top of a mountain, you get a momentarily, uh, momentarily or you're able to say, I enjoy where I'm at. This is great. I, I accomplished something so wonderful. Now it's time for me to enjoy the, the descent to climbing down, which is a little bit easier. Okay. It can still be difficult, but it's, and then start tackling my next mountain. All right. And that's what we're going to do throughout our entire life. There is no point in time that we want to just say, and I'm done climbing mountains. My life is all Isn't that called retirement. No, and it's and that's <laughs> that when when that's called retirement, unfortunately, that's when it seems like a lot of people pass away because they don't have a passion to live anymore. Uh-huh. They don't have a challenge. And uh, one of the ways our mind works is our mind has to continue continually be challenged. It is we're not supposed to be turned into uh, numb zon- zombies that don't think. We have to keep challenging ourselves, and our mind continues to get better and better. And we don't become bored with life, okay? Hmm. Uh, even though we did a show a little while ago about the benefits of boredom, which is okay as long as that doesn't take over our entire life. So we want to keep challenging ourselves. And even in retirement, the people who succeed in retirement are those who find find a new passion, a new uh, something to learn, 
uh, a new hobby, a dream that they can fulfill. It's not just sitting and watching television. Okay. So remember, even in retirement, they become positive minded, purpose driven, poise and persistent, problem solving pals, right? Mm. All right. <laughs> I like, as I said, that you look down at your notes like as if you had it written there. Uh, and you're like, I don't have nope. it. Okay, so that was uh, B-A-C-O, and N is no blaming yourself or others. All right, too often what we do is when we uh, fail, when we fall, when everything falls apart for us and we don't know what we're supposed to do, it's really easy to blame other people or even blame ourselves and say, I'm not worthy, I can't do this. As soon as we do that, what we're doing is we're opening up that door for quitting. It's easy to just say, yeah, I can't do this. I never thought I could, and I don't even know why I tried. Don't do that. Instead, always view every single thing you do as a learning experience, okay? Every time you fall and you uh, you crash and burn, okay, you can get up and walk away from it. Good for you. You've, you've picked up something even better, and you're becoming a better person because you've learned a direction not to go in. You know, you're going to climb that mountain, uh, not everyone, you know, climbs it. Some people walk around it. Some people drill right through it. All right. Some people take a helicopter over. Some it. trip and fall yeah. all the way back down. Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. But whatever it is, you're going to get to the top of that mountain, over the mountain, to the other side. All right. So that's what it is. Find your way of doing it. All right. And don't blame other people and don't blame yourself and say, "I'm a failure. I can't do it." You fail. You stumble and fall. Boom. Get back up. Uh, I'm reminded of this whole idea. Is when I, I used to be in these speech contests, giving these uh, speeches, and one of them was a humorous speech contest I was in. And I really worked at it. And that's the most difficult one to do. You have to give a, a it's got to be a speech. It's not a stand-up comedy routine, but you've got to give a five to seven minute speech uh, where you're passing along a message, giving people something to think about, something to feel, and it has to be humorous. So I wrote this speech, and I remember writing it, uh, erasing it, writing it, erasing it, going until I finally said I got it. This is the perfect speech. All right. And I was really feeling good about myself. I went and presented in front of a group and no one laughed. <gasps> no one. And everyone like looked at it and going, I don't even get this. Like, I don't, what are you, what are you doing here? And I was like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? And they're like, yeah, that's, you're, you're missing something. And I, what I thought was the perfect speech was garbage, right? So I had to rewrite the speech from scratch, throw it all away. And they gave you a second chance. Well, I I was in multiple uh, clubs, so gotcha. I could I could do this. Okay. So I had to go to another one, and I was going to enter in the other one. And I was like, I was I was planning on doing the same speech. So I had to write another one. I ended up winning there and perfecting that new speech all the way until I went all the way to the top uh, and winning. So the, people actually laughed. The yeah, yeah, time exactly. Around. Yes, yes, <laughs> they laughed with me, not at me. Okay. Uh, and so, what if if I didn't learn from that obstacle? Okay, it would have been really easy for me to quit and say, well, I just can't do it. Oh, well, I thought I could do it. I, I can't do it. I'm a loser. Or I could have blamed the judges and said, well, these people are stupid. They don't even know what's funny. Okay, it's really easy for me to blame myself or blame other people, but instead use it as a learning experience. I got to tell you, that must have been very difficult knowing the first time around no one laughed. Oh, my God. Knowing that you had to go and give another a speech. One. Yeah. Oh, my God, it was and awful. It was awful. Over and over again. Yeah. So it wasn't just one more time. It was a couple of other times. Exactly. And, yeah. And look and at so it. I, I practiced it. I, I rewrote, and I went to uh, a mentor of mine, a great com comedic uh, mind, this guy, John Labby. Very, very funny guy. Very uh, he, he has a, a keen sense of humor. And I went to him, and I, I did the speech in front of him. And he was like, oh, I like this. I, I see where you're going with this. 
do this, pause here more. Why don't you need a stronger ending? And he wow. could just like, and it was just wonderful. What a, what a great guy. And so I had a, a, a great mentor for that. And then, like I said, I ended up winning that. So I was very, I was very happy with that. But again, I didn't blame anyone. I didn't blame myself. Were you more nervous the second time than the first time? Oh, yeah, because if I lost the second right. time, I was out. It right. was done. It was over. Okay. Right. Yes. Yeah, so without a doubt. And, and you know what? When you're giving uh, presentations, speeches or that, even when we're doing this, if I'm not a little bit nervous about this, uh, then it means it's really not that passionate to me. It's not that important to me. You don't get nervous oh, doing this Oh, I do this every every single time right before we start. I look at the time. I'm like, oh, we got 30 seconds. What am I supposed to do? Like, am I forgetting something? Wow. Yeah, yeah. There's always that little bit of rush oh. that goes through me. But then you know what? Then I look across the table and oh, I see Tiffany. <laughs> it's like the, my little uh, <clears throat> Tinkerbell over there. <laughs> she's just like, oh, everything's fine. You throw that joy dust on me and we're all good. No, there that's my go. spit. Oh, there, that's what it is. Oh, now suddenly I'm not as happy. <laughs> when right. I'm talking and saying all the P words. Nice, nice. <laughs> shooting right. over the board. Let me try that. Positive-minded, purpose-driven, <laughs> poison persistent, problem-solving pal. See, the Tinkerbell oh, dust all nice. over me. Nice, good. Now we're even. Okay, so our bacon today was, was easy. It was uh, B, begin again. A, ask for help. C, create coping resources. O, it's only temporary. And N, no blaming yourself or others. It's pretty good. Okay, you did pretty yeah, good on thank that. You, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thanks. You got, a, you got a quote for us there, Tiff? Uh, let's see here. So many, so many. Um, you may have to fight a battle more than once to win it. Okay. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, it's just completely. like your speech. Right, right. Yeah. You're going to keep slipping down and, you know, you got to keep pushing forward. Yeah. Right. So I like the that. first time that was your, your fight. Oh, my gosh. And yes. you lost. But the second time you won it, that I, was Margaret, Margaret Thatcher. Oh, all yeah. right. I guess um, she rose to power. So she must know a thing or she two about winning and and I, I would say winning and learning. I was about to say winning and losing, but she knows a lot about winning and learning. You know, I got a te uh, text here from somebody. Oh. They want to hear. They said, have Tiffaroo do Adrian again. Adrian! <laughs> there you go. Excellent. <laughs> there you go. Oh, see, so, Sylvester. Yes, yeah, Sylvester. <laughs> Whoever it was, thank yes, you. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone is so proud of you right now. <laughs> All right. That was Oprah that, Dolly, that, wasn't that, it? That, that, was, that was Oprah. Yeah. That was Oprah Parton who said that. <laughs> All right. So, one more interesting thing I want to throw by you. One more fun and powerful way. I'm sorry. Now sorry. you got no. me going All right. again. <laughs> okay. All right. So, I'm good. All right. Good. So one more fun and powerful way to build resilience. You ready? Okay. All right. If you sometimes <laughs> feel like it's a real challenge just to stay motivated, not you. Do you have you ever have a problem staying motivated? No. You know what I do? Yeah. Right. Actually, I, I do. <laughs> All right. Okay. So if you have a f problem feeling motivated or resilient in the face of difficult situations, improv classes can be a perfect solution, all right? So have you ever thought about doing improv, Tiffany? Doing it, not necessarily watching it, well, yes, love it. Yes, watching it. Yes. I watching love it, watching right. it. Okay, so. You gotta think real quick. Yeah, but I'll improv. tell you, I'll tell you. All right, so what happens is, not only is uh, taking an improv workshop, not only is it fun and interactive, but it also provides an incredible opportunity for you to learn more about yourself because you start to learn how you think because you're, you're doing this self-analysis okay uh you step into the mindset of an improvenist uh and you stand up on the stage and you just uh you have to get over that initial fear 
and just become the character that you want to become on the stage. And it's suddenly there. The audience isn't worried about you, Tiffany. They're they're worried about Cowboy Jane or whoever you are up on the stage. That's who you become. And the biggest the the thing I learned with improv classes that I took was stop trying to be funny. Okay, just speak quickly. Speak about where is the situation taking you, and let the absurdity on its own entertain the audience. Okay, and that's the biggest fear that everyone who studies improv initially they're like, I got to say something funny. Okay, that comes after years and years of doing it. But in the beginning, just get up there and just. Uh, it takes do, a lot of talent. It's you know it, what it, it really well, does. The reason I'm bringing up the improv really is because I'm doing a series of improv classes, improv workshops called Improv uh, for Business and other reasons. So it's the idea. It's a series of of classes. I'm setting up six, but you can come to one, all six, whatever. Okay, so and, it's not like you have to take the nope. one class and then before you could take the second class, you have to take the first class. Nope, you can when take you them say all. A series, you can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So you can. I mean, obviously, what we're going to do is. Based on the people there, we're going to grow. Maybe, maybe things will be a little bit more challenging, but we'll never set it to a point where the, if somebody joined in the last one, they would feel completely lost. Okay. There's every time we're going to have some warm-up stuff and just have fun with it. The group's going to probably be a mix of people who have never done it at all, people who are absolutely terrified of getting up. <laughs> there you go. She raised <laughs> her hand. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and some people who are not that afraid. But either way, it's the idea with this is to learn how to be a better uh, employee, a better manager, a better uh, salesperson, uh, just uh, a better partner, just because what it does is improv teaches you more self-confidence. It teaches you how to think a little quicker, all right? And it teaches you just how to be a better listener, too, because the idea with comedy is it's based on yes and. So, in other words, when you say something, I have to agree with you, and I enhance what you and have you to have say. And you have to be listening to what I'm saying exactly. so you know how to, well, right. where Where is this at? This is going to be in, a, in Long Grove. Uh, you know where Long Grove is? I love Long Grove. All right, so Long Grove, you know that there's a place called Buffalo Creek Brewery. Is that by the, um, like, downtown Long Grove? Yes, yes. It's okay. down, like, across the street from the chocolate place <gasps> and... Uh, there's the chatterboxes back there, and there's a bunch of different things. It's there's a big spot over right by the bridge. Yes. Okay. Yeah, the bridge. So there's a big parking lot over there, yeah. and then the breweries in the back there. It's a big, beautiful oh. place. It's a great place to go in the summer. But we're going to be doing that starting mm-hmm. in March, and so anyone can get information by going to masterhappiness.com/improv. So it's masterhappiness.com/improv. Okay. What if you don't do the slash improv? How do you get it from? Well, there? you'd get you'd go to masterhappiness. Is it there's on your, a button. Is it on yeah, your there's home a button. Page? There's a button that is says improv. Is it right improv. up on? Yep. Okay. Yep. It says well, improv. You so you can See, jump on. You don't even have to do the slash. You, you don't even have to you do, you do that. You can find it anywhere. You, you find it. Just look for it. You'll yeah. do it. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully, Tiffany, you might even take a look at it. It's going to start. Just I just want you to look at it, Tiffany. Vogue, Vogue. Visit the site. I'll visit the site. Look at it. Look at it. It does interest me because I always had that that thing for acting. Yeah. There you um, go. But improv, I always thought, was so much harder because acting, they give you a script. Yeah. You memorize the script. You become the person, and you could do it. Right. Improv, you become that person, and then you have to create right. something. Right. So that's yeah. what's a little and, more and, difficult. And I'll tell you, and you're absolutely right. When, you, when you're when you off at, in the distance and you're thinking into it, like, oh, my gosh, what do I have to do? Uh, you're right. Sometimes there's something easy about saying, I have this script memorized. Yes. Improv is beautiful because if you're in the middle of a script and you suddenly forget your place. I okay, have done that. Yeah. Improv <laughs> just allows you to speak what's on your mind. <clears throat> uh, improv does this whole thing of saying nothing you say is right or wrong. 
because we're just going to continue to go with it. You're just creating a flow. All right. And as long as you stick to the yes and, in other words, I'm going to agree with whatever you say and I'm going to enhance it. And think about that. Think about a relationship you're in. All right. How wonderful, how strong the relationship, whether it's uh, you and your husband uh, or you and your boss, you and an employee, you and your customer, coworker, co-worker <laughs> and, uh, customer, whatever. If the whole conversation is about enhancing something, talking and saying, yes, that's a really good point. Let me explain further how we do do that, etc. So this improv training is so strong about this. And so I, I'm very excited about this. It's going to be an exciting time. All right. I, so I, I hopefully you'll is, jump into it. I hope. Well, I hope yeah. it's a, a really good turnout. Yes. And, yes, I'm sure it will. And don't and. you get free beer? Actually, you do. <laughs> you get everyone to make it a little easier for you. Everyone who uh, who joins in gets in there. You get your first beer for free. Oh, so there you go. You there can't you go. beat that. Yeah, you know? that's that's gonna that'll that'll warm you up a little bit. There you go. All right, <laughs> all right. So with all that, we we've covered all this kind of stuff. What do you think, Tiffany? Are are you going to be more resilient now than ever before? Um, I my mind will be more open to it. Okay. So now that I learned about it, um. I'll put more notice to it. Good, good. You know, I, I won't be stressing out about it. I would stop and think, okay, wait a minute. Kind of yeah. kind of like uh, recognize it. Right. And I think the big thing is this, is I like the way you put that. You're going to recognize it. Is if you view the mountain in front of us and our job is to get to the other side, some of us are going to climb up it and climb down it. Some of us are going to take the helicopter. Some of us are going to take the road around it. Some of us are going to drill through it. There's lots of ways. But be sure that when you when you do that, that you say to yourself, uh, the reason I am doing it this way or the reason I'm not doing it this way is not because of fear. It's because of desire or ability. I don't have the ability to climb that. I don't so have. Oh, I'm going to take the helicopter. Right, yeah, I'm going to take the helicopter <laughs> or I'm going to drive around. The, uh, you know, why would why would I climb it when I could just drive around? It? <laughs> OK, so there's lots of things. But let fear be the thing that uh, adds to common sense. Don't let fear be the thing that uh, stops you from doing something. Because you can do amazing things when you face your fears. Okay? Uh, and so when you decide and you say, I'm not going to do that anymore. I've decided I'm going to stop doing that. I'm not, or, or I'm, I'm not going to climb the mountain. Is it because you don't have the ability? You're just saying, I, there's no way I can do this. And I don't have the desire to learn how to do it. Okay, those are good reasons to say, I'm not going to do this. But as soon as you say, I'm not going to do it because I'm afraid, okay, then you have to second-guess yourself. And I want you to just take a deep breath and just be honest with yourself about that. Yeah. Um, I have a Tiffany story. Shoot. And I was very proud of myself. Let's hear So it. a few years ago, um, there was a, a muck fest. I don't know. Have you ever heard of it? A muck a fest? Muck fest? Muck no. fest. So it's pretty much a... Um, you go through mud, but it's a, uh, like a relay race uh-huh. type thing. So there's a bunch, you, you go through um, real deep mud, and then you have to go like um, under tunnels, and then you have to climb up real high um, oh, okay. things and climb over and that. it's all muddy. And, and, it's yeah, all it's really muddy, t- but yeah. then there's... And you've some, done that? I did. So nice. I, I did it with a girl that I worked with, and there was a lot, and I'm afraid of heights. Okay. So there was a lot of things that I needed to do um, that were... Besides climbing, it's climbing high. Yeah. So I could, it, it was a little difficult for me, but I, before the race. Good for you. Before the race, I'm like, I am going to complete every single obstacle. 
<clears throat> nice. And I was with a girl that was in her middle 20s. Okay. And there were things that she didn't want to do because she was so scared. And I'm right. like, no, I'm 50 years old. I'm going to <laughs> do everything. And I did. everyone. And then at the very last part, I thought she was going to be right next to me. Yeah. And you have to jump off this high thing and land oh. on this airbag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I'm like, okay, are you ready? And I look at her and I'm like, where the heck did she go? <laughs> she turned around and went down the stairs. And the yeah. longer I was up there, I was starting to get more yeah. scared and more scared because I'm looking sure, down. Sure, And I'm like, screw this. This is the very last one. Right. And I did it. And I was so proud of myself because I did. I I faced my fear. Good and I'm like, you. screw this. I'm going to do it. And this girl that was in her 20s didn't do some of them. And I did every single one because that's... I. Good. That was my think goal. about think about how many times during that entire thing you could have quit, and the fact that <gasps> and she I quit, thought about and it the, the fact that she quit yeah. gave you permission to quit. Yes, like you could say, "Oh, I could have quit." Could have walked yeah. right around and it. Like said, it. Yeah, I quit too. This yeah. is silly. Yeah, right. Um, and so good for you that you yeah. finished that whole thing. I did. That stick I to did. it. I, yeah. I was so proud of myself, and Mark was taking pictures the whole time. Nice, nice, <laughs> <laughs> excellent. And to prove that I did. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's. Uh, I tell people like if you view life like the swimming pool. Along the same same thing you're saying is that there are people that spend their entire life sitting next to the pool, looking at the water. Now, if that's all they really want in life, if that's their passion to just sit by the pool and sunbathe, that's cool. But if you're looking at the water going, I want to get in, but something's stopping me. All right. Then I see people who uh, they get close to the pool and they dip their toe in and they're like, oh, it's a little cold. And they get in a little deeper and a little deeper. Then there's people who just run in without, you know, with with no fears and just jump in there's people climb and dive off the highest board mm. into it okay and then lastly there's people who have to be pushed into the pool <laughs> all right but if you view life as that swimming pool no matter what's going to happen you're going to get in the water one yeah. way or the other so it's up to you to decide are you going to just sit there on the side and do absolutely nothing until you're thrown into the pool are you going to jump in and enjoy the whole thing or are you going to take your time and just dip in really slowly, be very uh, careful and cautious, and then by the time you're finally in the pool, it's time to go. Yeah. Okay? So sometimes in life, we just have to jump in right away so we can enjoy the entire day, our entire life, doing something amazing like yeah. that, swimming, instead of being too cautious yeah. and standing on the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was, I was, was really proud of myself, and there was a, few of, them, awesome. there was a few of them that I was, I was scared, and I'm like, uh-uh. Mm-mm, I'm gonna do this, and of course, after I was done, I had to go and tell my mom. Yeah, mom, of course. guess what I did? She yes. goes, "Wow, you're. Do you realize you're 50 years old?" Thanks, mom. Yes, I do realize I'm 50 years old. You're almost dead, there, <laughs> Tiffany. And what are you doing that kind of stuff for? All right, that Tiffany, do you have a, like uh, another quote or so? Uh, let's see. Uh the oak, the oak fought yeah. the wind and was broken. Oh, the willow bent. When it must survive. Nice, nice. I like that. Mm. Who's who said that one? Robert Jordan. Okay. All no, right. There you go. Robert Jordan. Mm-hmm. I like it. You know what, Tiffany? The resilience that you have uh, over all this time. You, you. I every show I would say, do you know the author? No, I don't know the author. I don't know. And so <laughs> you've stuck with it. Now you're getting to the point of now you're knowing the author. Now the next thing you got to learn is you got to understand who the author is. That's your next goal. Oh, you're pushing it. <laughs> yeah. I. You know why? Tiffany, I want to help you grow. You're going to be Aww. like that willow. you got to keep growing. You're going to bend. bend. You're going to bend with it. You don't be like that old oak and just fall over fall and say, over. this is how we're doing it, and oh, I'm done. I-
So, yeah. Um, I have one more. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Do not judge me by my success. Judge me by how many times I fell down and got back up again. Nice. Nice. Ne- uh, Nelson Mandela. There you go. Awesome. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I thought that was a good one. That, that is a good so. one. Because I truly believe, I. you know, think about uh, in your past, you've probably got some some wins that you remember, some trophies, some ribbons or things like that that you've won, right? Okay. And you say, you're saying, okay, <laughs> I sure. I have one. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I do. Hey, yeah. I have one baseball trophy, but okay. I... It was my team, and I didn't really do anything. Okay, all right, okay, all right. So never mind. Let's pretend I'm talking to somebody else. I want you to do some improv. I want you to use some improv here and okay. pretend you're someone else. Okay. Okay, so let's let's uh, think about this. Okay. Imagine you got lots of trophies. Oh. Uh, don't you have more memories, uh, and somebody's going to go, no, no, I have more memories of the win. Uh, but oftentimes you have more memories of the losing, getting almost there, as opposed to winning the, the I tried out for cheerleading several times and did not make it. Okay, so you remember <laughs> that. I'll bet you you'll go home and, and you know, you'll say, oh, look, I, got, I do have a trophy for first place for, you know, uh, juggling on horseback or you something. You know like what? That. What? I do have a trophy. Oh. A bestest buddy trophy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> See? And it's on my piano. Nice, nice. There you go. <laughs> All right. So isn't that interesting? So you remembered uh, losing the cheerleading thing. Uh, more than you remembered getting the first place bestest buddy trophy. Not that they're 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 each a little different, but what what I'm saying, with the reason I'm bringing this is, sure, it's great to have trophies. It's great to be first place. It's great to capture the gold. There, I'm not going to uh, knock that down in any way. But what we end up doing is we remember uh, the almost getting there. We remember the times of saying no. I I've decided not to do that. We remember the times of backing away from it, uh, be, whether it be fear or fear or anxiety or whatever it is. We remember those. Those sometimes haunt us through our entire life. So what we have to do is we have to build resilience to push our way through that. So our memories are all really good memories. Okay. And if you turn those negatives, those some people might call them failures, turn those into learning experiences, we become stronger, more resilient people. Ah, all right. Just so we, like Oprah. Says. Just like Oprah. Exactly. All right. So with that, I think we're we're winding we're winding down. I think, I think so. it is. My clock right. says eight o'clock. Perfect. Look at this, and this one says nine oh three. So we're it's got to be around there. <laughs> this one says one o'clock. So I don't know what time it is. We're exactly. gonna get cut off. All right. So there you go. So without that, uh, without further ado, next week on frustration. The following week on Dolly Parton. Dolly. All right. We're looking forward to that. So say good night there, Tiffany. Good night there, Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> good, goodbye, everybody. Good night. Goodbye.